0: Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardin. Whoa. Hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, where we are sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can find us at www.wealthysisters, that's and we're there for all of your branding and publishing needs, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. You know, Wealthy Sisters Radio, we are so proud to promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love providing you the dynamic audience with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and business and have that positive impact right now. And second, we must. Provide edification, promote and acknowledge, and say thank you to our sisters for doing big things. Again, I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is another Super Monday, April the 8th, 2013. That's right. We are in our banner year. Don't you know that? Don't you feel it? Trust me when I tell you, this is our year for sure, and it's just the beginning. Well, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you. So much for spreading the good news. And you know what? We have a great show for you today. As always, as we promise you every week, we are committed to bringing you excellence in dynamic people who are living, who come on this show to share real life experiences, like I said, that's here to help you. That's what it's all about giving back and being able to build and create the better world that we all aspire to live in today and our guest I tell you her story is so incredible she sets an example in everything that she's done she is a two-time not one but two-time WNBA champion and I'm telling you she's an author she's a speaker and her three words I love is purpose persistent and passion are the core principles that she's lived her life by and she's taking time to so it's Come on our show today, and she's going to talk about some of the great things that she's been able to do and she's accomplishing. And also, she's going to talk about her new book, That You Will Win If You Don't Quit. That's what I'm talking about. So, I'm not going to hold her much longer from you. She's our very special guest, number 33. I guess, as they say, once a Marine, always a Marine. She'll always be number 33, Miss Yolanda Moore. We're going to come right back after a short break and bring our guest to you today. Again, thank you for tuning in. You're live with Wealthy Sisters Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Together, we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Having more money won't solve your problems, but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. Your help begins on the web by contacting dfstrategies.com. That's a dfstrategies.com. 410 929 4837. Again, 410 929 4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary Financial Strategy. Yes, we're live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I want to thank you so much for joining us. I tell you, we have the absolute best audience. I know everybody says that's right, but it's the truth. For real, we do. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for all of the downloads. Thank you for all of the great greetings. You come and send us every week on the show and uh, we're just inspired by you sharing this time with us. Don't take it lightly. And I just want to remind you that the first time Tuning in to us, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters, S I S T A S. And if you just tuned in, if you got to go, I know it's lunchtime, you can listen to this show again. You can catch this show and all of our other dynamic shows at Wealthy Sisters on iTunes. That's right, you can download it and listen to it on your smartphone. So today, you have joined us. We are thrilled and honored to have the two time WNBA superstar, Miss Yolanda Moore, number 33, on the line with us today. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Miss Yolanda, hello. How are you? I am so great. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. I tell you what, you are the epitome of never giving up. Your book title is... <laughs> It's just perfect. It is for such a time as this. And uh, I just want to take the time right now. Just If no one has told you today, thank you, thank you, thank you for staying the course and for doing what you're doing. We need you, and we appreciate you immensely.
1: Well, I appreciate those words. You know, I know that um, this world can be so crazy at times and and things happen and we have all these dreams and and we have our plans set and and we have this vision of how we want our life to be and then life actually happens. And we're stuck like a deer in headlights, like, okay, which way do I go? What do I do? But I always... um, you know, I always try to tell people that if, if if your why for doing things, for doing something, for pursuing something, if your why is strong enough, you'll find a way to make it happen, and quitting just can't ever be an option.
0: That's so right. I, I
1: just, uh, you know, just want to make sure that people understand that tough times just don't last always. Now, That's they fine. may be prolonged. <laughs> they may <laughs> seem like they're never going to end, but they do come to an end at some point, and they're yeah. always there to teach us and, and to help us grow into becoming the person that we were purposed to become.
0: That's right, and I love—I I can't remember who I've heard say this. I don't know who said it first, but just as you said, tough times don't last, but tough people do. So you yes. gotta be tough. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart, for sure. <laughs> oh no! They say if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, here at Wealthy Sisters, we say this every week. We are nosy, girl. We are so nosy. We love to be able to relate and just kind of, you know, because we have people that listen from all over. And, And like I said, our purpose is to really provide that inspiration. I want people to know that you can do it, too, that there's no difference between any of us. You know, right. it's just the willpower and those steps. So, if you don't mind, just take us back a little bit and tell us where you grew up, what was the recipe, those fine ingredients that went into the great uh finished product that we see in you today. And we know you're not finished. You ever evolved. No, no, no. But what I'm, we I'm see just getting today. started actually. <laughs>
1: um well, I grew up in, in Mississippi In Port Gibson, Mississippi. Very, very, very small town and mm-hmm. um, you know, it was 80% of the people there live there, live, live either at or below the poverty level, and we were no different. I grew up in a single-parent uh, home. I uh, have sisters and brothers that are older, but they're so much older than me. like I grew up as an only child. My mm-hmm. mother, um, you know, she struggled to uh, to make ends meet. I always tell everybody, you know, we were just happy if we could just, if our ends could just wave at each other. Okay. Like if they could just see each and just <laughs> wave, like then, you know, we were good. So um I, I didn't I, I mean I grew up with those insecurities that most young girls without a father in the home grow up with. Um mm-hmm. I didn't actually didn't meet my biological father until I was eighteen. And um I was introduced to the game of basketball in like third or fourth grade and so that kind of um gave me an outlet to channel some of my anger which I couldn't articulate at the time but was there. And right. so, um I I I was introduced to the game of basketball and just fell in love. It was like love at first sight. It gave me um, a reason to feel important. It gave me a reason to to matter because I was good at it and I loved it. and And I, I the more I worked, the better I got. So I I realized that if I was good to the game, the game would be good to me. And mm-hmm. um and and that's um indicative of our lives. You know, whatever you put into life is what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get out of it, and so my my childhood was not without struggle. I mean, it could have been worse. Just as you know, we look at our lives and we see how bad it is, and we look people see how bad it was. So um, you know, I, I, I there was times I would come home. You know, we wouldn't have electricity. There wouldn't be in the pantry, and my mother suffered from <clears throat> depression most days. And and um, I just knew that I did not want to. I didn't want that to be me. You know, I I traveled, I was able to travel during the summer um, to different parts of the country playing summer basketball, AAU, and I saw all of the vast opportunities out there, and Mm -hmm. I knew that there was a a better life waiting for me. I just didn't know all of the bumps in the road that were going to come along, (laughs) you know, come along with it. So um, I I had a pretty good high school career, and, and, you know, All-American won all these different awards, and, was recruited by everybody and chose to stay close to home and went to Ole Miss and had a had a decent career but, you know, it was kind of there that I, I had to grow up. Um, I had my first injury, uh, knee injury and, and during the after the surgery the doctor came and told me that I had degenerative arthritis and I probably shouldn't play basketball anymore. Um, because if I wanted to walk by the time I was thirty, And, you know, basketball was all I had, and so that was not – not playing was not an option for me. And I also became pregnant, and I was only 18. I didn't know who I was. And now, you know, suffering an injury and and scholarship in Jeopardy, not really having an alternative because that was it for me. Basketball was my way out, and then here comes, you know, I have a child now. So, you know, at 18 – you don't really know anything. You think you know things, but you don't. Right. You don't know anything, and so just uh, you know, it was just like an awakening for me. So by the time I finished college, you know, at twenty two, I um, I had had three knee surgeries and two babies, and then wow. the WNBA rolled around, and I still had those basketball hoop dreams, uh, playing professionally. And so, you know, I just went at it. I, I prayed. You know, I, I meditated on Mark Eleven. You know 22 23 24 and mm-hmm. he said in his word if you believe that you receive it and mm-hmm. don't doubt you know trust god believe you receive it and don't mm-hmm. doubt then you can have it and so that's what i stood on and you know i was able to play in the WNBA for four seasons win, to make history being a part of the first two WNBA championship teams the houston Comets in 97 and 98 and i played overseas and i went to europe and asia and and played over there and I've gotten to meet some great people. I work for Fox Sports um, as a television analyst. I work for the Memphis Grizzlies as a radio analyst. I mean, I've got to live my dream to the fullest with basketball. I maximized every opportunity that was presented to me.
0: Mm. Basketball was very, very good to me. You know, that's, that is powerful how you were able to, at such a young age, be able to see, you know, um, that opportunity around basketball and and be able to experience the life that you have. What do you say to, because I know we have, like I said, a lot of people who are, are listening from all over, from all ages. What do you say to someone that, especially that have parents, that, that are parents, you know, to their children, they might see some of, some aspirations for something that maybe their child uh, wants to do, and maybe the parent, you know, has another idea mm-hmm. of what that child needs. Oh to gosh, yeah. Because what would have happened if if you weren't allowed to play basketball? Who knows? I'd probably be the, the, the third assistant manager at Dollar General somewhere probably. Right. Not I mean, to saying that that's anything bad but no. you know, you wouldn't have been exposed to what you've been exposed to.
1: Exactly. And I mm-hmm.
0: definitely don't want to mean that position, but
1: that's just I knew that there was greater in me. And mm-hmm. for me to have not for that to have not been nurtured in me, you know, it's almost like dying, I think, mm-hmm. when We have something inside of us, a purpose, and we know it. It, 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 You know it. You can see it just as clear as day. You can touch it. You can talk about it, and it's very, very real to you. And to um, have those dreams and those desires, you know, suppressed or to be fearful of, of pursuing them, and you live with all that regret of, of what could have been or, or or what should have been or what may have been. You just die on the inside as a person. You're not the same person. And and I experienced that a little bit, you know, in some other areas of my life and pursuing some other things. But what I would tell parents is what I tell my own kids. Mm-hmm. If if it's what you truly want to do, then do that. But mm-hmm. you have to put in the work. It's not mm-hmm. going to come by osmosis. I tell my kids all the time, you Now my 16-year-old, she um she just referred – she's just coming back from ACL surgery, and she talks about she wants to go to the University of Tennessee, and, and, you know, she wants to play basketball. And so I'm like, well, if that's what you want to do, then do that, but you have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in living, you know, vicariously through our kids, trying to force them to do something that we wanted to do, but we lost the opportunity or we were afraid to pursue it. You know, kids kids are their own person. They're they're their own people and they have their own dreams, their own goals. They're going to make their own mistakes regardless of how much we try to protect them and how much we teach them. They they have their own lives to live and I would say if you see that your child is um is is leaning towards an area that they're naturally gifted in that area, they're 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 consistently, you know, pursuing opportunities in that area and trying to learn as much as they can about that area, then sit down and talk to them. If it's something that you're not understanding about what it is that they want to do, then sit down and talk to them, you know. If it's a a television show, if it's a video game, you know, because I know a lot of kids play video games, and they may have interest in developing video games, sit down and play it with them, you know, once, or or explain to you how it works. You know, try to see things from their perspective. Of course, we're older, so we know things. We know what's ahead, but we didn't know when we were their age and we had to live. And, and experience those things. So I would say, you know, set some parameters, of course. You don't let your kids go your skelter but set some <laughs> parameters and just try to be open-minded and, and nurture it as, as much as you can. But if, if you try to force them to do something, they're only, they're, number one, I, and I've seen this when I coached high school kids, kids who were out there playing because their parents wanted them to play, they hated it. They hated mm-hmm. coming to practice. They had the worst attitudes, made my job. So much more difficult than it <laughs> like, already was. They they didn't be don't there. make them
0: do anything they don't yeah. want to do,
1: right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, kids have a—they deserve to be happy, just like you know we wanted to be happy at that time too. So, right. I, I would just say, ju- just be as encouraging as possible and, and learn with them and 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 help them put them in positions to be successful, you know, and but set some parameters at the at the same
0: time. Right. Well I, I love the fact that you said listen and and remember because it is so easy to get caught up in the day to day life. You know, that's mm-hmm. I think that's how we miss and I you know, I've been guilty of it. Miss that moment, you know, not living right. in the moment because I'm a futuristic person always thinking, okay, when I get this, okay, that's when I'll be able to do this or when this right. lines up, that's when I'll be able <laughs> to do that. But exactly. I finally figured out <laughs> it doesn't always line up. It's never going to line up. and right. you got to be able to be in that moment and remembering when we were that age, you know, exactly. uh, is so important. And I, I, I know you do a lot of youth Advocacy work. Talk about you know how that. Since we're kind of on that subject, what are some of the things you're doing around that um, today?
1: Actually, I'm a, a huge ad, advocate for um, teen pregnancy prevention. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be the keynote speaker at the uh, South Carolina Campaign to Prevent Teen Pregnancy Summer Institute for their uh, to pre- for professionals working in the field.
0: Um, right. And and it. We, Oh hello, we're kind of going in and out there on your phone. Hello, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Can you hear okay. me? Yeah, we got you now. Uh huh. Okay.
1: Um, I'm a I'm a huge advocate for um, you know, preventing teen pregnancy, but I'm also an advocate for those those young ladies and those young men too who have become teenage parents. Um, you know, to not give up on themselves or their dreams. A lot of times. I, and i've seen it in in working as a as a teacher and, and working as a, you know as an academic coach where a kid will oh you know, they become a teen parent and everybody around them just throws them you know just turns their back on them like oh you've messed up your life is over and that's not the case i mean that's just not the case it's just life has happened and you know you have to re- make some adjustments um i'm a huge advocate for it. Um, I, I, I struggled um, in college. I had some semesters where I had those uh, GPAs that started with a decimal point.
0: I'm a <laughs> huge
1: advocate for, you know, for for education and and providing those opportunities um, for kids to um, to get a good, solid education that will set them up for success. I mean, you know, I had to go back to school at the age of 28 to finish my college degree, mm-hmm. um, and and it was much more difficult um the second time around you know i'm glad that i was able to earn my bachelor's degree and i went on to get a master's degree and i have my specialist degree in december and hopefully next december i'll be done with this phd education it's one of those it's thank you it's one of those um i'm i'm probably more proud of that than i am of the basketball um mm-hmm. because that was such you know that takes such focus and such determination and um I can be, you know, in a wheelchair, no arms, no legs, can't see or anything, but, you know, my mind is still there. And mm-hmm. and nobody can can take that knowledge that I've gained away. Um so I'm a huge proponent of, of education and just um you know and, and teen pregnancy prevention and anything that has to do with empowering young people, um, just letting them know that they have a purpose, that they have that they're valuable and that they matter you know, I experienced so many lonely times growing up just feeling like I just didn't matter, and yeah. basketball was all I had. And it wasn't, and I didn't really have anybody to say, Yolanda, you know, you can do things outside of dribble basketball. It mm-hmm. wasn't until that was taken away from me that I realized the, I realized my true, you know, mm-hmm. my true purpose and my true gift, which is empowering other people and, and, and just showing them, being an example, being a leader, and showing them that life is not Life doesn't end at a mistake because we all make mistakes. It's just you cannot go through life without messing up. It's just not going to happen. Right, And, and just right. Being, having the mental fortitude to not take failure so personally. You know, right. we, when we fail at something, we look at it as, oh, God, I'm a failure. No, you just failed at that thing. But look at all right. the 20 other things that you succeeded at.
0: You know, don't and you just learned it didn't work, that's all. <laughs> exactly. And, and I call that, fail. you know, learning to fail
1: forward. Now right. you know, you know, on this next venture, I know not to do this or not to right. do that. So, yeah, those right. are, you know, just making sure that, that our young people, you know, because they're the next generation. They're our next, you know, future presidents and future inventors and scientists and doctors, you know, just making them understand and be aware that they matter. That the the choices that they make now are going to affect the rest of their lives.
0: Oh, most definitely, most definitely. That uh, that is so true. And the fact that you're teaching and you're you're promoting that they do matter their voice, and we have to recognize that. Um, like you said, we do have to recognize that. It's, it's very important to do that. Um, and and also, I love you know what you mentioned about. Um, the mind, uh, we always talk about this on our show, the mindset um, of a winner, the mindset. You know, what What are some of the key principles that you have used in your life with regards to your mindset? Because it's obviously you've, you've had the mindset, we know, never quitting, never giving up. But what are some of those principles that you can share with our audience today to help them develop the mindset that it takes to win? Well, um, I always make sure that I have a vision. That
1: mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, I know where it is that I wanna wanna be. I I, I see you know, what I want, the end result, the kind of lifestyle I want for myself, the legacy that I want to leave for my children. So I think that at every stage it's very important to, you know, that we have a vision. Um, The second thing is I, I try not to focus on my weaknesses. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, uh, people mm-hmm. tell you, you know, well, you need to improve in this area and, and you need to look at your weaknesses and you need to, you know, try to mm-hmm. work on those. Well, no, I, I I I take the approach of whatever it is that I'm good at, I'm right. going to build on those things and I'll hire somebody who are who's strong in where, in the areas where I'm weak to do those right. you know to do those things that that can be you know that can be outsourced and I I mean I'm so adamant about that because I think we get caught up that's when you get caught up in think in that thinking about oh gosh I can't do this and I and we become hard on ourselves because that's not your strong suit If if you're a singer and singing is what you do, and why would you go become a painter if you can't paint? You know, why, if you're a plumber and and, and that's your strength, that's your gift, that's what you love, why would you go become an auto mechanic when you can't, you know, you're barely, you know, you're doing good if you can turn the car on every morning. (laughs) So I I, I love what Joyce Meyer says. Nobody's lining up to see fours. You know, people aren't paying all this money to see Beyonce in concert because she's a four. Right. in her line of work. You know, so focus on those things that, that you're good at number three. Surround yourself with like minded people because I'm a firm believer in the people that you associate pretty much determine where you're gonna end up because they have mm-hmm. such a huge influence um influence on our thinking. And I'm a big proponent of personal development. I read books, I, I, I study people's um, lives who are doing the things that I want to do, and who have had success at those things. And I don't necessarily look at you know what they've accomplished; rather, I look at how they accomplished it. What right. things did they do consistently on a daily basis to help right. them overcome obstacles? What things you know did they do on a daily basis, basis consistently to help them achieve success? And 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 the the last thing I would say is I just I, I let I've learned to let go of the past, mm. you know, I, even, even the, the, you know, you have people who, who still live out their childhood dreams, or when I was, you know, in high school, I was a size four, yeah, but you're 14 now, so, you know, just get over it. <laughs> You know, just get over it. That's, you know that's probably not gonna happen if you've been a fourteen for the last, you know, fifteen years and you're not doing, you're not exercising, you're not eating right, you know, all those things. So just get over it. You know, so I try not to live in the past. You know, because we we do, we have a tendency to to go back to those times and we get stuck right. there and right. we don't move. We don't. We're not innovative and our mind. We we were created to create. So we have right. to always, you know, think about moving forward, and, and we have to always, you know, be moving forward. So I would say have a vision, focus on your strengths, get you a good, good supporting, you know, cast, a good network of people, and let go of the past. Just let it oh, go. Oh, wow.
0: That is powerful. I mean, you if you've just tuned in, you're listening live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio to Yolanda Moore. She's a – superstar I want to call her extraordinaire just a woman that uh, is just living an incredible life knowing how to live your dreams and she just said it I mean we could end the show right now <laughs> right now it's the first thing you got to have that vision I love it you know the people that you're surrounded by we hear that all the time you know you, you want to know where you're going to be five years from now look at the closest five friends that you have in exactly. your circle. Exactly. <laughs> that's where you will it's be, so you know. True. And uh, personal development, like we said, we that's why we do this show every week. Uh, it's all about that personal and professional development. You talked about that and letting go of the past, keep it moving. Yes, indeed. Keep it moving. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the other things you're doing. I know you have been able to just take all of the lessons that you learned through basketball. That seemed to have been the the source or that that one thing that was able to catapult you into what you're doing today. So, let's talk about some how you made that transition from basketball to entrepreneurship and and talk about some of the things that you're doing in that arena.
1: Um actually when I when I retired from uh basketball, it was a forced retirement. I'd had I I knee surgeries and and it was just They couldn't hold up. Like, I'm at a point now where I have to have total knee replacement surgery. So I didn't necessarily quit basketball. Basketball kind of quit me. um, (laughs) But I didn't, honestly, I didn't have a plan. I did not have a clue as to what I was going to do with the next phase of my life because my first job out of college was as a professional basketball player. And for the next, you know, seven or so years, that's what I did or was something in that sport. And, I mean, I was clueless, so it, it, I had a lot of time to sit and kind of reflect on, you know, what I was going to do with Yolanda, like find out really who I was and mm-hmm. what made me happy. And um, I, I wrote my book. Uh, I was in a, a, an abusive relationship, and I had just come out of an abusive relationship, and I wrote the book in, in one day, literally really? in 24 hours. Oh, and, wow. and what happened was I was sitting there at the table and I was just like, Yolanda, you know, you you've done and this was after, you know, the world championships and being in front of millions of people and, you know, doing my television thing and, and this was after all of that. And um I was just sitting there like, How did you get here? Like and, and I, I thought back to that time when I was pursuing my dream of, of playing in the WNBA and I literally, Deborah, this is what I did. Honest to God's true. At every stage, starting from the time I was eighteen, up until the point that I made it to the WNBA, I wrote down every bad thing that had happened in my life, every obstacle that I had to overcome, and what I did, wow. what I thought,
0: what I did to get through that time.
1: And so you journal, it,
0: you kind of do it in the journal aspect, I, or I had never journaled before. That
1: was the mm-hmm. longest. I, I mean, it was like a it was like a journal cram session, if you will. I literally <laughs> wrote down everything. I went through my life from the age of eighteen up mm. until the age of, um, I guess, about 29 or 30 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. one day, like in twenty four mm. in a 24-hour time span, and it became a book, and I just sat on it. I mean, it was for me, so I just kind of sat on it, and then I started, uh, I was getting invited to speak, like local high schools and churches and things, and I would tell my story, and they would be like, well, you know, where can I get your book? And I was like, well, I don't have a book. <laughs> you know, and, I, and the Holy Spirit was like, yes, you do. You have a book. <laughs> I was like, where is it? And so, you know, I go and I look and, and I had the manuscript printed and I was like, Oh snap, there it is right in front of me. So, you know, it's just through the years I just uh I really didn't do anything with it and, and I, I started reading books about business and trying to figure out where my where my my, my niche was. What was I gonna do? And I, I just thought about every team that I'd ever participated on in sports, I was always the leader. and mm-hmm. And and my friends and family members and and former teammates would always call me asking me for this life advice. And I'm thinking, you know, here I am, depressed, and and because I struggled and sleeping on my sister's couch, can't even take care of my kids, you know. I'm like, why are you calling me for advice? I'm struggling myself. But, you know, it was like that light bulb went on. You know, I, I started to see myself how God saw me. I started to realize that I had a purpose, you know, and people would call me and tell me, you know, thank you, you know, your words of encouragement really helped me. Yeah, really. But And I started to feel alive when I could see somebody and talk to them and encourage them, just being able to tell them just don't quit, just whatever mm-hmm. you do, don't mm-hmm. quit, Qu- cry, scream, cuss, fuss, whatever you do, crawl, jump, whatever you got to do, just don't quit. And that mm-hmm. gave me so much energy and and that's when i found my calling of of helping to develop women and young people in particular and so um i started researching about uh, doing research on the personal development industry you know of course i was in school and and then i started to teach and and those kind of things so i was already doing those things you know in my in my job um mm-hmm. in my different jobs and stuff and so um i just took the plunge uh, and just said, because I'm not that nine-to-five person. I feel right. too, I'm just, you know, I'm just not built for that. I've had so many jobs, it's ridiculous. And I'm not boasting about that, it's just, it is what it is. You but are, it you're an a, entrepreneur, yeah, that's all. It, it's just, that's what it is. But I thought something was wrong with me,
0: Deborah I really did. I uh, know. Like, oh Wow, what is wrong with me? Because everybody else gets up and goes to the job and they're okay and they right. But well, that's how we've I'm... been conditioned, though, Yolanda. You right. know, that's how we've been taught. And, and what you're right. doing is swimming against the norm, even though there are a lot of those who are swimming in that direction that don't want to be in that direction. But right. you said some key things. Um, they don't know who they are right now. You know, they're, right. they're struggling with that. But you took the time to find out who you were. You said you had to find out who Yolanda was. Was. And oh, yeah. in that goes your purpose and what your purpose to do and what you're destined to do, you know. So uh, that's definitely the course of an entrepreneur, many, many. I don't oh, know gosh. any entrepreneurs that that's done one thing all their life. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, I really, really thought that something was wrong with me, and I used to cry <laughs> to God, like, God, did I do something to you? Right. Like, you're what lazy. did I do? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, you don't want exactly. to be lazy. Right, because exactly. that's what society tells you. can't hold a job. You get there, now what? You ought to be satisfied. And you got that good job. What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> let me tell you. And then I look so good on paper. You know, you right. got all these degrees, and, and right. most of it was coming from my family. You know how family can be. Most of right. it was coming from family. And I'm like, I, I was just, I mean, when I tell you, my road to entrepreneurship was so hard for me because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm the type of person, you know, I want to do the right thing. I want God to be pleased with my life, and I just I want to do the right thing. And, and it took some, it, it really just took him just knocking me upside my head yeah. saying, okay, Yolanda, this is it. <laughs> Don't listen to what other people say and listen to me. And so right. I had to just, you know, just really trust God, like really trust God. And then I had to go through that, that self-esteem issue like, who's going to listen to what I have to say?
0: See, like, that, to, and that's
1: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, who, who wants to hear that? I'm just another athlete. How many that. athletes are out there? You know, and that's, that's why I'm so adamant about making sure that people understand that you have a – Purpose and I liken it to entertainers and rappers. All of them make music. Most of them make the same kind of music. All of them branch out and have clothing lines. There's only one way you can make jeans. No, mm. so, uh, they both they have two legs, zipper, button. I mean, but all of them have clothing lines and all of them are successful because they all reach a, a, a certain demographic. There's a certain population of people that are specifically going to gravitate to this person or be assigned to this person. It's just like that in our lives and people in in the lives of entrepreneurs who do what we do, you know, in personal development. I believe wholeheartedly that there's a a certain group of people that specifically um, assigned me to and assigned to me that if you and I spoke the same message, if you and I spoke the same message, those people that are assigned to me are only going to be able to receive it from me. And the same right. way with those people who are who are assigned to you. And so right. I, I, I had to come to that understanding, and that was a lot of prayer. That was a lot of, you know, of soul searching and, and really just understanding and hearing from God that this is what I have put you on this earth to do. You have an assignment, as we all have an assignment, Wealthy Sisters Network, Wealthy Sisters Radio, that's your assignment. Right. And so um, I, I just had to had to build on that, and I had to learn about business, and I had to learn about the industry, and then find my place in that industry. And when I tell you I'm happy, I am so happy. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's, it's hard you know now. First it's hard. of all, you know nothing is wrong with you.
1: <laughs> right,
0: of course. I know that now. I know that now. <laughs> That's the joy right there. We always say right. that. That's the, the mark of an entrepreneur when you're in that vein, when you realize, oh, this is what I do. I create. Oh, I'm supposed right. to have all types of ideas. So right. it's, it's, it's very challenging to be uh, pinned down to one, one thing there. So definitely. Well, if you've just tuned in again, you're live with us on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our very special guest is Yolanda Moore two-time WNBA champion. She's an author, speaker, as you can tell, motivator, and uh <laughs> we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about some of the projects you've got going on and and how again you've been able to expand uh your horizons and uh take a short break and and learn more if you got any questions please dial we we know we're asking right now uh if anyone wants to call in and uh have questions that uh Yolanda you mind answering any of them for them oh I would love to answer them sure Her all right great cool. great so you can dial 347 838-9278. That's three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. Press one so that we know you have a question. The lines are packed out now. If you're already on the line, just press one so that we'll know uh, to put you in queue there. And then, uh, if you're in our chat room, you can go ahead and type the question out there as well. But stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Stay tuned. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander & Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Yes, indeed. We're here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Another great show today. Our very special guest is Yolanda Moore, number 33. I love seeing that if you haven't figured that out by now. Two-time WNBA champion, office speaker, and motivator. And we just want to remind you that here we are here to serve you at Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Check us out! You've got a book, you've got an idea, you're ready to get it published. We can help you get that book out there. I mean, worldwide. Trust worldwide. Amazon, all the whole nine there. We even do eBooks. So check us out at WealthySisters.com. dot com. We're there for you. So, Miss Yolanda, you've been talking about some great things, lady, on this show. I mean, I'm telling you, the time is going by so fast um you you've been able to do some partnerships i understand uh, one with general motors in particular tell us about that and and um w- how you were able to come about that that particular project actually um i've been uh Taking,
1: a, I've actually had a lot of, uh, of success and a lot of interest in, in just different people partnering because I've been uh, so focused on building my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I, what I did was I, I did research on companies that share the same values that I share. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, and I, I submitted proposals to some companies, and actually uh, the partnership with General Motors came about through a referral um, wow. Someone who I had gone and spoken at an, at a couple of events that they um, had held, that they sponsored, and they were working with General Motors. And, you know, like I said, it's that network of people. They were working with General Motors and were happy and she was happy to refer me to General Motors. And I spoke with the young lady, sent her my information, and, you know, the partnership was formed like right then. Um, And honestly, it was because, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a stickler for presentation and mm-hmm. I don't think that a lot of entrepreneurs solo entrepreneurs small business business owners understand the power of branding
0: mm-hmm. and how
1: mm-hmm. um you know I, I presented a package that was you know that I took time and i invested in and it was you know very aesthetically pleasing to the eye but it was right. it, it was it was very um it was very very professional and and the reason i i'm I'm pointing this out was because I was complimented on it um, by the the person that you know that I spoke with at GM, but um, I was able to to just leverage my brand honestly to to form that that partnership, um, with them, and it's a uh, it's a it's a really good it's a really good um uh, partnership, and it actually, you know, one the detail of it is that for my events they supply me with a a vehicle,
0: um, mm-hmm. and that's one of the
1: perks of the of the partnership, and you know, General Motors they have Cadillac they have you know, Chevrolet, they have Denali products. So it's, you know, pretty much kind of my choice of the vehicle that I want to use. So that's uh, that's one of the partnerships that I've been able to, to secure. And also with Staples in um, Maryland, in Waldorf, Maryland, they are having a small business um, event on April 27th, and I'm partner with, partnering with them to hold a book signing and sell my books during that event. Um, And so I'm actually right now in the process of working, putting together a series of workshops um, for small business owners, solo entrepreneurs, authors, and speakers to teach them what I've been able to do um, in terms of leveraging their brand to to secure partnerships and sponsorships. I've also secured a um, a consulting deal with uh, a software company. And again that was because of my work in education. It's an educational software company and so I've been able to leverage my brand, you know, to to get a a, a um a consulting deal which you know about consulting that's that's money every month. That's the right. retainer exactly. fee. So um I really want to educate um women especially because you know women account for uh, most of the new businesses that are started every year and and to teach them uh, about the power of branding, the steps that uh, that are needed to take in order to to get your brand to a, to a point where it's um, very polished and that you can leverage it to maximize your money, to maximize your visibility, and to really just create the business success and the lifestyle success that you, um, that you desire. And you do branding. You work in that area so you know how important it is to the success in the life of a business.
0: Yes, it is. It is so important. And even even something as simple as the website, you know, exactly. uh or, or your email signature, all of those things people take for granted. Uh right. but it does it does make a big difference because especially today, um right. our our society is image driven whether we like it or not, you know, that's the way it is. It it truly is. And if you want to play the game, as you well know, if you want to play the game, you got to be able to play, or else you're going to ride the bench, right? Or you won't even be able to ride the bench if you can't accept to play. So you've got to be able to line up with that, um, with those things so that you can do that. I love it. So you're going to be also at, um, at Howard, as well as yes, you come Howard University? this Friday, huh?
1: This Friday, yes. From 4 to 6 p.m. I'll be doing a book signing and having a Q&A session at our university. Mm-hmm. Um, next Thursday, April 18th, I will be the keynote speaker at Talladega College um, in Talladega, Alabama, for their all-sport and leadership uh, banquet where they honor not just the student athletes but the student leaders on campus, which I absolutely love that. Uh, And then April 27th, I'll be back in in the Maryland area for um, the small business event at Staples in Waldorf, Maryland.
0: Wow, that is incredible. That is incredible. I love it. Well, you know, like I said, if you just tune in, you're listening. We just have a few minutes left in the show, but you're listening to the dynamic Yolanda Moore, W2 time WNBA champion, author, speaker, motivator, entrepreneur. And um, you, you mentioned some things about the leveraging that brand, and I, I really want to kind of just dive into that just a little bit more. What are some of the things that our guests or, excuse me, our audience that are listening, you know, we hear that all the time, branding, got to get your brand, and we, we, we just kind of hit on that. But what are some of the principles or some of the things that you suggest people do to leverage their brands?
1: Well, I, I would liken it to um, – I'm so glad you asked that. I, I, I think that what um, people need to do, especially, you know, the authors and the speakers and, and mm-hmm. those solo entrepreneurs who are looking to create, you know, additional revenue in streams, um, I think that they need to, well, not think, this is what I did. I literally did an evaluation of my brand, and kind of like a self-evaluation. Like, what am I, because your brand is it is not so much who you say you are, but it's who people say you are, because okay. it's your reputation. It's what you put okay. out there, how people perceive okay. you in the marketplace. So, okay. I, I and I, I align my brand. My brand is, is me. I'm Yolanda Moore, um, but it, it's, it's in line with my values you know i'm right. i'm a I'm, I'm a stickler for integrity you know being being disciplined and and being persistent and being passionate about what I do, so I would say that they need to first of all sit and, and do an, a brand evaluation. Find out, you know, write down those things. What does your brand stand for? What are your values? What value mm-hmm. do you add to the to your customers or to if if you approach a corporation, if you approach Nissan or GM or Toyota, what value can you add to to their company?
0: Because um, I like what you said, and and I apologize apologize for interrupting, but oh, no I love what you just said about um your brand is actually not about what you. See, but what others perceive. So in saying exactly. what you said, if our value system is totally different from what others perceive of us, then that's a mm-hmm. problem. So that's good. Exactly. That's why we need to know, you know, what our brand, what we want it to say, and then, like you're saying, look and see what it's saying. So please go exactly. ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Do that, you know, ask ask those questions. Like, what do you stand for? What are your values? How can you add value? Think about yeah. how always – adding value not what you can get but what you can give. That's um, right. Think about your your customers, your your target market. You need to think about you need to know who they are, where they are, how they how they spend, you know, what what their pain points are, what what issues are they having and see how your brand can solve those issues. Um mm-hmm. number 3, you have to invest in your brand from mm. the website Wait a you
0: might want to say that again
1: <laughs> you have to invest in your brand i cannot tell you how many people i have that approach me or ask me for advice but don't want to pay for it or they want me to assist them with their services mm-hmm. and I'm all about helping but at the right. end of the day as a brand you consultant you know right. exactly and mm-hmm. and you want people to pay you for your services mm-hmm. so you have to be willing to pay people for their services especially if their services that are going to help put you at that next level of success so you mm-hmm. have to be willing to work, you know, pay the graphic designer, pay the person to write the content. If you're not a good writer, don't try to write your bio. Don't try to write your website content. Do not do it yourself. If you cannot design a website, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Pay I don't care somebody about the else template. to <laughs> right. do it. Yes. Yeah. I mean just go ahead and invest in your in yourself. Put together your package, understand no research, find out what needs to go into your package when you're getting ready to approach a um, approach a company for sponsorship or for um, for partnership or what have you, make sure that you you know that your package is put together. put together a professional proposal. You know, it doesn't matter how small or how big you are, but you always want to present yourself as that company or that brand that can get the job done. And also you have to make sure that you can get the job done. Um, Find other partners. Find other people who are in your area uh, doing what, what it is that you want to do. And, you know, if it's a coaching session that you need, pay them for their time and ask them to teach you, you know, what it is that they do to be able to, make money or create more, you know, create more revenue. But I think the first thing that a person that I would suggest is to do a a total brand evaluation from the inside out and, and finding out what your position is, where you are currently, do a survey of your current customers, find out, you know, how happy they are with your service, if there's some areas of improvement and if they would recommend you, if they would be, you know, if they would refer you because, you know, most business comes from referral. Um, right. A lot of times,
0: right. And so right. I think right. that
1: taking the time, and and for me, I had to, I had a website before the one that I have now, and I spent a good bit of money on it, and mm-hmm. I, I, um, got a business coach, and she did an evaluation. She said, "Look, you need to redo that. You mm-hmm. know what? I had to spend the same amount of money again." You know, mm-hmm. I, I, and, and I did it. I started completely over. I had someone to tell me, you know, she looked at my um at my business card. She looked on the back of it, and she said, this business card can't make you money. I said, well, why not? She said, because you, there's no way for people to contact you on the business card. I said, well, my email address and all that stuff is on there. They well, She was like, well, no, you need to put the line for booking requests, email, such, such and such and such. That gives mm-hmm. them a call to action. You know, just something just as small as that. You know, Mm -hmm. so you know what? I had 250 business cards already printed. Guess what I did with those? Put them to the (laughs) side, had that little line added, and went and got 250 more business cards printed. Okay. Because I'm that committed, you know, I'm that committed to my brand. And because Mm -hmm. I've done that, because I, I put in the time, I invested in myself, every proposal that I've submitted in the past six weeks has been accepted. I get deposits. I've even had one company pay me up front. My full, wow. you know, speaking fee. So wow. I mean, it's 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 time consuming. It takes money. But if you don't feel you're worth the investment, you're worth the investment. Nobody else is gonna think so.
0: Wow. That is so powerful. That is so powerful because how you are portraying yourself is how you feel about yourself. And I love love what you said. You know, it comes from the total brand evaluation, take it from the inside out because everything comes from within regardless. Right,
1: exactly. (laughs) No matter
0: how we try to take it externally, how we try to look at our circumstances, where we grew up, we obviously know you were able to not internalize that Your circumstances, how you grew up, you were able to reevaluate and say, "Okay, I don't have to live this way just because I grew up this way. My life can, can change." I, you know, we are created to to design our lives. We have dominion over our lives and and right. for some reason we've been programmed differently to think differently, but it's so true, you know. We we can't we can't do that and uh investing in ourselves. I love it. I love it investing in that because when you do, people say, "Oh, they're only going to they're going to if you feel you're worth less, and that's what they're going to how they're going to treat you, you know. But exactly. if you show that respect for yourself and investing in yourself, people will, you're right. They will honor that every time. But if you just free, 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 and you say you're free, and that's how you conduct your services, then – that's how you will be rewarded.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like
0: that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I tell you, as we said, we you know, time is going by so fast. We have our special guest, Miss Yolanda Moore, on the line here with us today. Yolanda, give everybody your contact information and uh, so that they, they can stay in contact with you, follow you, and, and learn more about what you're doing. Oh, okay. I'd be glad to. Um, they
1: can visit me on the website and uh, at uh, – wwwymore 33com Follow me on Twitter at ymore 33 I'm on Instagram at ymore
0: 33 And, of course, Facebook, Yolanda Moore 33. Love it. I love it. At 33, I'm learning a lot about numbers, and they are powerful. Um, We had a numerologist on the line with us uh, a couple of weeks ago. Powerful interview. I want to encourage everybody to listen to that. She talked about the top businesses. There's something called fortune numbers. And all these Fortune 500 companies, see, they know this. We've just been told, don't don't do that stuff, don't do that stuff. Exactly. But the people that the people that know they use it, they
1: right. use
0: exactly. it. And uh, she talked about these top Fortune 500 companies, and all of them, when you do their numbers, they have those Fortune numbers, and that 33 is a powerful number as well. I know you know that, uh, so yes,
1: ma'am. Definitely, Actually.
0: definitely, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, you just, know what?
1: Actually, 33 <laughs> was my number from the time I started playing basketball all the way up to the WNBA.
0: Wow! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Wow! That's that's powerful. That's powerful. Well, again, you know, we want everybody to follow you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you know to definitely go to your site. It's a beautiful site. They can learn more about what you're doing there at Why more 33 Correct? WhyMore33. dot yes. com. And yes. just with three minutes left, what would you like to leave? Final thoughts. You know, words, encouragement. What would you like to leave our audience with today?
1: Um, I just want to encourage them that if God has put something in you, uh, mm-hmm. a, a dream, a goal, or He's He's told you what your purpose is, pursue it like your life depends on it because it does. Mm-hmm. Um, because in in finding your purpose and fulfilling your destiny destiny, that's where you find fulfillment. That's where you find rest. That's where you find peace of mind. That's where you find happiness. So don't, don't, don't die in the storm because it's, it's temporary. I've known even when it rained back in Noah's days. After 40 days, the, the rain stopped. So
0: mm-hmm. it's gotta come
1: to an end at some point. Just don't give up, and um, you know, just just keep pushing, keep trying. If you gotta go back to the drawing board and start over, do that but just know that you have a purpose and, and 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 you have a a reason for being and you know just whatever you do just do not quit don't give up on yourself because there's so much there's so much more that you have to offer and so much greatness so much more that God has for you just don't quit no matter what what happens just don't quit
0: I love it. I love it. Well, you heard it from Yolanda Moore, our very special guest today, don't quit, don't give up. Talking about that book, and wh- where can we get your book from?
1: Um, they can order. You can order an autograph copy of the book from my site at ymore 33com But the book is actually available at Amazon.com. Um, and barnesandnoble.com, and it's on
0: Kindle. So oh, that was my YouTube. next question. Is it on yes, Kindle? Yes, it is That's on Kindle. Awesome. Yes. That's awesome. And you're going to be at Howard this weekend. You're going yes. to be um in Maryland at the end of the month, on the 27th it was, and Talladega next Thursday?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: All right, all right. Well, once again, congratulations to you, Yolanda, for everything that you have been able to accomplish. Thank you again for staying the course, not quitting. And we're looking forward to continuous great things coming from you. We're we're honored to have uh, been able to spend this time with you today.
1: Well, thank you so much, and I'm I'm so grateful and appreciative uh, for you, you know, thinking enough of me to have me on your show. I really, really appreciate that.
0: Thank you so much. Yes, it's my pleasure, and I've got to give a shout out to your girl, my girl, Miss Sharon, who definitely, you know, introduced us. Just what a great, great connection there that she made. So we are, we are appreciative of her, of Sharon as well. So definitely. want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show today. I tell you, I'm just blown away uh, every week. You know, this is why I do the show. It's my selfish reasons. Yes, it is. (laughs) To, To stay inspired, stay motivated, and stay encouraged. So we want to thank you again for tuning in. And if you just caught the tail end, you can listen to this show and all our other great shows. On Wealthy Sisters com. That's Wealthy Sisters com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters, S I S T A S. And guess what? Yes, you can download it for free on iTunes. We're right there. You can check us out, listen to it on your smartphone, your iPads, the whole nine. We are there for you. So, as always, we will see you next week with another great show. And we continuously wish you and yours the best of everything. Great. See you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio. have some time, we can talk about that because you would definitely be a great uh, feature story in our book as well. So if you're interested in that, you know, I'd love to, to explore that with you a little bit uh, later here when time presents. Are you there? Oh, wait a minute. Hello? Can you hear me? Yolanda?